Annie. I'm Cece, and this is Spela Golf. Welcome to episode 20. Hey, Barbie. Hi. <laughs> and why are we bringing up Barbie? Halloween. Yes. What am I going to be? Golf Barbie. I'll just order pink. Pink golf shirt, pink skirt. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, order. More like most of it's already here. I just got to get, I just got to find a Barbie hat. What kind really of Barbie it? hat? Are you not going to wear like that a princess Barbie. crown or something? No, it's going to oh. say Barbie on it. It'll be like a Barbie a, Like hat. a golf hat? Yeah, a golf hat. And it'll say Barbie, the logo Barbie on it. Because oh. that's how people are going to see that I'm a golf Barbie. This whole time I thought you were wearing like a crown or something. No, why would I wear a crown? Because no. Because Barbie? I don't, that's like Princess Barbie. I'm oh. golf Barbie. Oh, excuse <laughs> me. Uh, excuse are me. You, are you going to dress up for Halloween? Um. Well... My idea was, you know, I thought it was really cute watching the masters when they got to bring their kids and the kids were wearing like little jumpsuits. And so I ordered my girls little jumpsuits with like brewer on the back. So I was going to be the golfer and they were going to be my caddy. That is so But like they cute. don't care. Oh, that's They want to be princess. They want to be <laughs> Elsa. And I was like, honey, you got your African-American and half Swedish. You did not get the blonde long hair. <laughs> so we're trying to convince her to be Moana. The, oh, yeah. I think that'd be cute. That would be so uh, cute. Yeah, yeah, they have so many princes. They still want to be Elsa. So I'm like, listen, if you want to be Elsa, you can be Elsa. Every time I come over. Just crush my dreams of being in the master. That's fine. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a fine. Well, because it's Halloween. Didn't you dress up as princess too? We didn't celebrate Halloween when I grew up. What? In well, Sweden? do you even know what Halloween is for? Isn't no, it to celebrate dead people? Oh, yeah. And you guys ask for candy? Yes. Like, that's Stop. so American. <laughs> but what no, do I know. Do? Well, I know now because I talk to my nieces and they now they celebrate Halloween. So now they do trick or treating. But like when I grew up, I moved to this country in 2007. I had never celebrated Halloween. It was like an American thing. So yeah, my first, well, my first Halloween party, remember, was in my uh, apartment and I wasn't invited my freshman year of college. Remember I told you that? I don't think you told me that. Yeah, it was like the worst year of my life. Oh, My yeah. freshman year of college. Oh, it was awful. they didn't invite you to a party. In my the own apartment. That is terrible. Why yeah. would they host it at your apartment? That's well, because I had a roommate your who roommate. was also on the team. Ugh, but rude. Either way. <laughs> in the past is james gonna dress up too as a golf if you like or do you too are you just those parents that just are gonna pass out, go trick-or-treating with them and then stay at the house and pass <laughs> out the candy when we lived in new jersey when james um when james played in the nfl he like got all into it and mind you he's six seven 350 pounds so he's like large and in charge and he dressed up as like, oh, I don't even know, oh, like some character or whatever, but he, he got like the whole costume and like he opened the door and the kids were like, ah, <laughs> like they just weren't ready for like someone in Star Wars to like open up the door and give them candy. <laughs> it was so funny because uh, he, he's so tall. Um, but no, I don't, I don't know. I just planned for the girls, I guess. Yes, we are those parents. <laughs> take them around that because we candy is like my favorite thing in the world but 
we really don't want that for our kids. Like there's just so many other options and like Halloween is terrible for that. (laughs) So we try to just stay in like our neighborhood because I swear like Olivia will eat like a few pieces and she's like, my tummy hurts. And she's like, I ate too much candy. And we're like, well, maybe we should eat something different then. And then mommy can eat your candy when you go to bed. (laughs) 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 But yeah, we're just trying really hard to like, because if it's not available to them, they're not going to eat it. But (laughs) literally Halloween, like you have candy for months. Oh, yeah. And some quick story about Halloween. So I remember one year my parents dressed up as golfers. Like they literally dressed up as golfers. Hat, colored shirt, mom wearing shorts. And then they literally go to this Halloween party and the people ask them, oh, did you just get back from golf? (laughs) (laughs) And then and then I was just dying laughing now that I'm thinking about it. And then another story, I'm pretty sure my brother, he it was Halloween and he ate an entire bag of candy in one night. And then he threw up the next day at school and mom had to go pick him up. Aww. It was a Wait, sad how many candy. siblings do you have? I'm the youngest of five. And you only have one brother, right? Yes. Can you imagine him growing up with all those ladies around him? That's why he I would, would love to interview him. I know. <laughs> Welcome. What if, what if we what if we forced him to do? Watch chick flicks. All the time. All the time. Sorry, you're watching chick flicks with us. Oh. <laughs> and now he has his own kids. Yeah. Yeah. But he did get a boy. Yes. He got uh, a boy. He got a boy for first. So and a girl second. Yeah. All right. So Which he broke that fun. trend. Yes. Yeah. But anyways, um, enough about Halloween, but it is a fun holiday, Halloween. A holiday. <laughs> It's not even a holiday. Some people don't even celebrate Halloween. See what I'm saying? They're like scratching it. Uh, See what I'm saying though? It's candy. It's I know. It's a holiday because you get to eat and dress up. It's fun. Mm. Yeah, it is fun. (laughs) I mean, it is fun. Honestly, I'm I'm happy to live here and be able to celebrate it with my kids. All right. Tell me. All righty. When was a time that you wanted to quit golf? I think, well, I don't know. I want you to go first. You share your story. I want you to go first. I, I, I want you. When did you want to quit golf? Well, even though this is probably, it's literally episode 20, maybe a little early to talk about quitting golf since we're only 20 episodes in, but why not? Because we've all been there, done that when it comes to wanting to quit golf. And then you get back into it down the road because you hit that one nice shot. I know. And you just have that eagle or just a couple birdie, you know, you get birdies. And so it just makes you want to keep coming back. But um, so my quitting golf and I've never been, um, like at your level where you wanted to go pro. That's never been like one of my goals or my dreams. Um, when I grew up in Sweden, playing golf was just a way to stay activated as a kid, you know, like everyone needs to play a sport to be able to, you know, run <laughs> whatever it is, soccer, hockey, dance, I don't know play the instrument, just have something, you know, to find a hobby. So that was kind of golf for me. Mm, I was pretty decent at it. Not great, but decent. And then um, just to be different, I started a high school that had the 
like a high school program of sports. So if it was golf, swimming, hockey, whatever. And mind you, when I was younger, Sweden had a lot less people in it. So the population was way smaller. But it was fun because I got to be around like-minded people. So even though it wasn't about golf, it was still, you know, other sports. So we had the same schedule. We knew, we kind of figured out what it was like being an athlete, getting a taste of it, kind of. Um, and then I was asked to um, sign with this agent and and play golf in college. And so not only did it mean, you know, starting a college after high school, but also moving to a completely different country and, you know, having my mom and dad do everything for me uh, was brutal to just move and then having to do everything on my own. I do believe that is why I am who I am today because there's just been so many lessons learned. And I think I don't know everything and I'm definitely not perfect, but I think I've learned a lot from just being in a different culture than where I was born. And that's one of the main things that my husband and I want to do for our girls is just to show them different cultures to maybe better understand people. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why there's a lot of disagreements in the world is because we have different opinions and we're not willing to listen to other people because we just want to talk and show our opinions or say our opinions. Um, but I moved to this country in 2007, started freshman year, and it was not at all what I wanted it to be or how I expected it to be. And we talked about this before, um, how it was pretty much the worst year of my life. I was bullied. It was awful. Just again, like being in a different culture and not really knowing what that culture is and how it's different from where I came from. Um, Middle Tennessee State is also very different from Indiana where I graduated. Um, anyway, so starting my freshman year, and ending my freshman year with, I want to quit golf because it didn't bring me any joy, like at all. I I pretty much thought that it had ruined a year of my life. Um, I didn't see the good things about it where I got to travel and I got to meet new people and being in a new culture. You know, everything that I see today as a blessing, like my mindset back then, because I was also 19 or 20 years old. I saw it as the opposite. It was all very negative instead of looking at it as learning lessons or positive experiences or learning lessons in general. It was more like, oh, I can't believe that happened to me. I can't believe they did this to me. I can't believe my coach left after my freshman or my first semester. You know, I can't believe they put me in classes like this. Like my um, advisor put me in public speaking. I can't believe she put me in public speaking. My first semester in a different country with a different language. But looking back at it, well, that's great. Like just get in there, do your thing, like learn from it, you know, but I can say that now, like when I'm older and I see it from a different perspective. So that was the first time I wanted to quit golf um, was just because I didn't enjoy it. All my friends in Sweden were already working. So they were a year ahead of me because universities back then was not something that, I don't know, was popular, I guess. You didn't really need it unless you wanted to be a doctor or a lawyer or whatever. 
um, something that's <laughs> a little more important than a golf instructor. <laughs> um, and so the coach called me from IU and he, uh, Indiana University, he saw that I had signed a release form to quit golf or quit the golf team. And he asked me if I wanted to play for him. And so long story short, I went there and um, played for him for three years. I found kind of like the happiness again with playing golf. I thought it was fun. I got to meet people that were supportive of me rather than not. Um, I'm not going to lie. There were times where I wanted to be normal. Like being a student athlete is awesome, but sometimes you just want to sleep in. You just want to sleep. You want to just, I don't know, like eat at a different time. <laughs> you know, everything is so structured being a student athlete in college. You need to, I mean, sleeping in is like 6 a.m., which today, and that's my sleeping in as well. But when you're in college, like sleeping in, like I remember when I was 15, I slept until like 11 a.m. Oh, jeez. Like no problem. I could sleep forever. And now that's like not an option anymore. And so a part of me just wanted to be normal so bad. I just wanted to hang out with like the normal people and like mm -hmm. normal and, you know. Mm -hmm. We all want to be normal. Yeah, we all want to be normal. We want to fit in and, and all that. And it was hard, but I think the reason I wanted to be normal is because it was hard. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, I just, I just need a break. I just want pause, you know, because it's just the same thing day in and day out and golf has no break. So we play college golf in the fall. We play college golf in the spring. And then in the summertime you go home and you play tournaments. There's no time dedicated for rest or recover. It's just on, 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 you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so after I graduated college, nothing happened. It wasn't like there was no incident or event that made me feel this way. But just overall, I was like, I just need to sleep. <laughs> I graduated college and I'm like, I need to sleep before I kind of make a move to what I want to do after this. At the time, you know, James had been drafted to the NFL and he was in training and, and all this stuff. And I knew I was going to moved to New Jersey and I was excited about that, but I was mostly excited that I didn't have to play golf anymore. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm like, man, that's been such a huge part of my life for, you know, so long. So after college, um, I just wanted to be taking a break. I was excited to move to New Jersey. I was looking forward to that, to not have to play golf anymore. Um, and so then our adult life started, you know, quickly because James was not thrown into the NFL, but kind of, you know, six months earlier, he was in college. And now he's like having this like grown man job, taking care of people. And, you know, his, his schedule is super structured. And I came from being super structured to now not doing anything. So that was also very tough for me. Um, not just not having that structure anymore. Now I could sleep in every morning and I'm like, I don't want to sleep in every morning. Like I'll take one morning a month, you know, but not every single day. Um, and the year went by and I was trying to find a job, but being an immigrant, it was hard. So we decided that I was going to go back to school and I got my master's degree um, in sports administration and the first semester there, I was, I wasn't pumped to go back to school, but I was pumped to have, you know, like a goal again. I was pumped to have some 
something to drive me. Um, and I realized when I was on campus, they told me that you can work 20 hours a week if it's on campus. And I looked for a job and I saw that the golf coach, like the assistant golf coach position was open. Um, I went into his office. I was ready with like my diploma and like all this stuff. I walked into his office and he was like, all right, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, took about three minutes and he was like, all right, you're hired. Can you come tomorrow? And I was like, oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I said, okay. Uh, so the next morning I was excited. I had told my mom after college and she knew this was going to happen because she's a mom. Uh, I told my mom, I was like, I'm throwing away everything. Golf balls, golf clubs, like bag, you can have it. You take it. Like all my outfits of four years of, you know, team issued gear. I'm like, you can have it all. And and she was like, please do not throw anything away. Like I'll take it or we'll just store it, you know, in, in case you change your mind. And I'm like, I'm not going to change my mind. I'm done with golf. I don't like it. It does not bring me any type of happiness. But I walked up that first day of practice and it was like a little, because this was in September. And so it was New Jersey, like not chilly, but like 7 a.m. It was humid, like a little wet, like they just had the sprinklers going. And I just smelled that fresh mowed grass. And I realized that this is what I want to do. And I know that sounds like a little cheesy, but it was so obvious to me that I needed to take those two years off to appreciate grass and to appreciate golf. And walking in there, it wasn't like I had to learn anything because I had so much knowledge to give to these girls from what I had experienced just two years earlier. So for them to have me coming kind of fresh out of college and I had done everything that they're doing now, like, trust me, I know if you partied last night because I was that person. <laughs> I know if you worked out this morning because I was that person. Like, you couldn't really keep anything from me because I've done it all already. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so, yes, in my life, there has been two times where I wanted to quit golf. But both times I realized that no matter where life is pulling me or if I'm trying to get out of golf, <laughs> it just keeps coming back because at the end of the day, golf does make me happy. And I have a lot of people asking me if I go out and play golf just for fun. And it wasn't until last year that I could do that because the expectations on myself to still shoot super low were very high. And so it wasn't until last year where I was like, okay, going out to play without feeling pressured to do well mm -hmm. or being perfect or looking perfect, whatever that is, you know, because everyone was like, oh my God, you played college golf at Indiana. You must be really good. But what is really good to them, like might not be at the same level as what really good is to me, because really good to me is always shooting in the 60s while my mom gets impressed if I just hit the ball straight. You know, so yeah. the expectations are just very different. Mm -hmm. um, but those are my two times that I wanted to quit golf, um, but slowly got wrapped back up in it. And I mean, I couldn't be happier because I think I found my thing and I'm happy about that. So maybe I'm not going to teach forever. Maybe, I mean, 
maybe there's something else in store for me, but I know whatever it is, it's going to be golf related because Mm -hmm. I'm good at it, know what I'm doing. Now I have like more than a decade of experience. Um, It's okay to change your goals and it's okay to feel that golf might not be, you know, what's making you happy, Mm -hmm. but maybe just taking a break is something to consider if you feel that way. Yeah. You know, and that's okay too. Yeah. What about you? So the question, you know, should I quit golf (laughs) as I was thinking about this? um, I think the biggest thing that happened to me that made me really ask myself that question was back in 2021, in March of 2021, I got in a car wreck a day of a golf tournament. I remember it was for the Cactus Tour and I was, you know, it was a day I was going on my own. My mom was busy working. My dad's at work. You know, I'm just going to go do my own thing for this tournament. And then, you know, made stupid mistake. And I was turning left into the golf course and then a car stopped to let me turn left. And then all of a sudden this car just comes boom, right on by at 40 miles an hour. And so I just am, it just like hits so quickly my car. And then I'm like, turning into the parking lot. And then at first I'm like, what's, what just happened? Did it get, how bad is the car? And then, you know, I get, I, I pull into the parking lot and already I can't get out my passenger door. Like it's smash, it's almost smashed basically. And then I have to, you know, crawl out the other passenger door to get out because it's a smaller car. And then the other one, the other car turns around and goes into the parking lot and just start talking. And I just am already bursting into tears. Just, oh my gosh, this just actually happened. And I shouldn't have done this. Like I I shouldn't have turned left. I should have done what my mom told me. My parents told me don't turn left. But in that moment, I just felt like, oh, I can turn left here to make it on time. And then, you know, all of a sudden I have to call my mom and start crying to my mom. Like, mom, I'm so sorry. I just got in a car wreck. I need you to come here. And she's just running through the door and grabbing everything And then it was two old men in the car and they, um, they were able to like be very kind and like accidents happen. It's okay. And Mike, the director of the cactus store, he came over, gave me a hug. And one of the other, um, moms of a golfer that I played with, she came over and comforted me because my mom's like 25 minutes away. And, and especially it's, you know, the guys are like, we were just done playing a golf round because I'm in a tournament. And I just am, it was really hard. And especially they're like, we're going to have to call a cop. And that just is panic for me because I'm like, I, I, that's terrifying. I mean, what I'm 19 years old, I don't want to call, you know, I have to now get this situated with, and I just am like, my body just feels like shaking in the inside because I'm like, this is not, I mean, this is so unexpected for the start of my day. And so my mom um, comes and she's finally there just to help me out. And I mean, I literally have, I mean, and other girls are watching me and stuff like this. I mean, you literally just got in a car wreck. Everyone's going to find out about it. And, um, you know, they asked me like, do you still want to play in today's round? Like, how are you feeling? And I'm like, I still really want to (laughs) play. Like, I mean, (laughs) should I? Maybe, probably not. But I, you know, I still wanted to go out and play and like, my mom ended up coming out on the round with me and I literally had 10 minutes on the driving range 
to just hit. And my dad calls me on the phone because he was like, calm down. Accidents happen. You're going to be fine. You're going to be okay. And then we just go out and the girl, the girl, she's so sweet on the tee box that I got paired with two pros. She's like, can I give you a hug? And it was so sweet. She asked me that because I just am like, I'm trying so hard to like hold myself in because I'm literally about to go on the tee box and hit a golf ball. And then it just was, oh, I got the first hole out of the way. I think I even part it. <laughs> like I was just so, it was a lot. I had to like sit down and just process everything that just happened to me because I mean, I get up that morning expecting a great round of golf and here we are, you know, just got in a car wreck and that's not fun. <laughs> And so, you know, we finished the round and I think honestly, I shot an 85, broke 90. It wasn't too bad. I was like shot plus four in the back nine when I really quit clearing. My mom grabbed in, grabbed me a Diet Coke. <laughs> I was like, needed it. Um, but after that day, I mean, went back, played the next day. It was the third day and it was still a lot for me. Just going back, you know, I think my dad came with me to caddy for me because it was just... I don't want to drive there anymore. Like I, it, it was a toll, you know, my car's wrecked. We need to take it to the body shop. Like this was not just like a scratch. Like this was a car accident and I even got a ticket for it. I had to do a defensive driving school after, but it just made me start thinking after that car wreck. I mean, I got a concussion, like getting hit with 40 miles an hour, my head just like going back and forth. And so I had to get an MRI just because it was just not good and get a prescription because my headaches were so bad. But it also started to lead me into questioning myself and like, oh, is this a sign that I should quit golf? Because I haven't been playing well in the past couple tournaments because um, I started playing, this is 2021. So we started in 2020 doing all those cactus store tournaments and I already played in three prior before this one. And so it just turned into like, well, maybe I should quit golf. And so I took a break for um, about three, a month. Because do you remember, do you remember, like, I didn't see you for a month. Yeah. I was like, I helped you a little bit with a junior camp. But then after, I just was like, very, I don't want to be here. Like, even if I got invited to go, I mean, I literally was about to cry because I'm like, I don't want to go play. I don't want this. You know, and I started seeing a therapist too because I'm like, this isn't good, you know, and I feel and yeah. I just felt a lot of guilt because of the big mistake that I made. And so I felt, I don't know, I was just starting to really suffer with depression. And so I felt like, you know, I don't know if I need to be a part of golf anymore. And I didn't want to because like my mom even asked me, I remember, do you want to quit golf? And I'm and I'm like, well, no, I don't think so, you know, because even though I'm not playing well and doing that, you know, I just didn't, I don't know. I just started to really question myself, like, do I want to quit golf? And so I remember just still taking a break. I just was like out of it. <laughs> and then we decided to slowly get back to doing lessons. Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't want the reason to quit golf just because I got in a car wreck. Well, and that's what I'm curious about too. Cause I remember, I remember the car accident, but I think for me, like now when you're telling me this, it was way more than what you kind of told me. Because when you told me I got in a car accident, but then you continue to play in a tournament, 
I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, a car accident is a car accident. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. But I didn't know that you were like getting into a depression and seeing a therapist. So this Mm -hmm. is all new to me. But what was it? Do you think if it was, I don't know, you going and playing pickleball and you got in a car wreck, would you have questioned pickleball then? Like, what was it that made you question golf? I think because I kept failing in all of the past eight, 10, 12 rounds that I played, I kept shooting 85 to 90, you know, got that one round to 74. I guess I felt like I was not delivering the results to you or my parents. And so that's what also made me feel guilty about it is because I was just not automatically shooting par all the time now back then. And so I think that's also what made so that's a good scenario. If it was pickleball, I'm like, oh, no, it doesn't matter. Pickleball is just an accident. Who cares? But golf, it felt like a sign. Oh, well, you haven't been playing pretty well the past couple months. So maybe you should quit golf. Like, that's just what my thoughts are starting to think about. Maybe you should. I think that's so interesting how that can turn into a thought like that. What did your therapist say? She was like, well, she first told me, she was like, Annie, what you're really suffering from is situational depression. And she's like, you're not guilty. This is not your fault. These are things that are going to happen in life and you're going to be ups and downs. And looking back, you're going to regret if you quit golf just because you got in a car wreck. And especially my mom reaching out to me just like, I really think you should keep going. And so kind of the happy part of the story is like, I remember starting to do lessons back with you. Um, And then it was almost my first, I think, week back after taking a break. I'm out, I'm by myself, and I'm walking the cub course on the front nine. And on hole six, nope, hole five is a shorty par three, and it was 125 yards. And I'm just out there. And I got a hole in one. And that kind of just like flipped the switch for me because I'm like, I literally just got a hole in one. Maybe one guy maybe saw it, but I'm like, you know what? I don't need a witness to see if I got it in the hole or not because I felt like it went in the hole because I just walked yeah. there and I see a ball in the cup. And I'm like, this is awesome. And so I'm just like thinking, honestly, I'm taking this as a sign to not quit golf because I just got a hole in one. And so I think that really was a big sign and it kind of helped me be like, okay, I just took a month off from golf and I did just get a hole in one. And so I don't want to quit. And so I just kept striving. And I mean, in, you know, this is 2021 in March and, you know, jump kept my swing was not the greatest. And this leads on to September playing another tournament. And that's when it was up. You know, that's when we really 2021, I felt like was a really hard year for me because it was just ups and downs. And just, we didn't really know the direction we were headed until that fall time is when we really started the the decision, made the decision to where I want to be. And so I think that will be, that's always going to be a lifelong story for me to remember is like, that's the time where I literally was like, should I quit golf? And I'm, cause I'm put in situations I feel like today. And like we talked last week's episode about scoring and I'm like, am I going to quit just because I shot a hundred in a tournament? If that were to ever happen, because I failed many, very many times in a golf tournament and I've never quit. And that's what's also interesting is one of my weak greatest weaknesses, even as a kid and now, 
if I'm not good at something within this time, I'm done. Like pickleball did it for a couple months, took a six month break. I'm like, I'm not getting better. Other people are better than me. I'm not doing it anymore. Same thing with basketball. Eighth grade did one season. I'm not good enough, so I'm not doing it. But that's why I always see golf as a sign for me that like, man, it is the one sport in my life that I have actually kept going back to even after shooting 115 in a golf tournament. Even if I were to continuously shoot high scores and just have a month of high scoring, I wouldn't care because I'm going to keep figuring out how to play better golf. Yeah, And that's how I knew I don't want to quit golf. And I never will, you know, we'll ask where I am 10 years from now because I might get burned out. But I'm like, for now, where I am right now, I don't want to quit. And it's just because golf, and you were saying down the road, you know, you might not always want to be a golf instructor, but you're always going to be a part of golf. And that's the same thing I feel like for me. Golf is always going to be a part of my life. It just will be because uh, I guess I feel it feels like it's meant to be golf. Yeah, I'm like, that's kind of that's how I I feel like golf has brought in a lot of people into my life. And just I've met people that I thought I would never meet through golf. And so it's amazing. Just life is full of ups and downs. <laughs> that's for sure. I agree. And if we can, I know it's hard in the moment, but looking at the downs as, OK, what is this trying to tell me? You know? for you is it and for me is it to quit golf or what what is this actually trying to tell me and with that said we're concluding this episode and we are going to go out and we're going to get you to q school (laughs) so let's go yes (laughs) bye bye thank you for listening if you enjoyed today's episode we would love for you to share the podcast